0: Before we begin, we thought we would give you two bonus episodes featuring the musician's concert from 2018. These episodes were used as tests to see how the Inside Dance podcast would turn out. This is our gift to you. Welcome to Inside Dance a podcast that celebrates the Bates Dance Festival dance artists and teachers. I'm Lindsay LaPointe, media supervisor for the festival. This episode is a two part series featuring the musicians here at the Bates Dance Festival. Every year they come together at the Gendron Franco Center in Lewiston, Maine to indulge the community with original songs. We will hear from each musician as they tell us about their history at the festival, as well as the unique piece of music they presented this year.
1: This is Terence Karn. I did a piece on the concert called Jung- Jugalbundi, And that's a term that they use in India for improvisation. Another uh, explanation of that word might be conversation, dialogue. So it, w- it was an open score and I set it in a particular key. The instrument that I was featured on are called tabla, T-A-B-L-A, tabla. It's a classical percussion instrument from the northern part of India, and it has a real specific language to it. Uh, when you play the tabla, you're playing not just beats, but you're playing notes on the drum. So in, during the piece at one point, I was singing what they call Strokes and bowls, so when you heard me sing those are actual notes and sounds that are on the drum. So keeping that in mind as far as the dialogue part, portion of it goes I set up a groove, sort of a, you know, a nice in my mind when I was making the piece I was, okay I'm gonna open the piece or open the concert, so I'm just gonna Attempt to make something welcoming and accessible, and something not too difficult. That's another reason why I wanted to be sort of a dialogue and a conversation with all of the musicians on stage, and keeping in mind wanting to welcoming, you know, one, wanting to welcome the audience in. And uh, let's see, what else can I say? So I, uh, we had Robbie Cook in the piece who was playing a tambura also known as a tambora. That was the first instrument you heard. The next instrument uh, that I brought in was Peter Jones playing a harmonium. He was sitting on the floor playing the harmonium there. Then we brought in some other elements with Jesse Mono playing uh, flute. And then Rob started playing the violin. Then I invited Carl Landa, and he had some of his electronics hooked up to a patch that was playing a stringed instrument from India. Uh, He used a couple of different ones, as I recall. One was a a santur, which is kind of like a hammer dulcimer, but he was playing it a virtual, you know, out of his computer patch on it. And then some sitar kind of sounds as well. So we we started that sort of like, uh, you would start like a tonal thing, so everybody's gonna get on the same tone, on the same note. And then I brought in a rhythm and we sort of sat in that groove for a while. And then I went around the room, we had designated, we rehearsed a couple of times lightly, didn't want to over-rehearse it because it was a improvisational score. Then I went around the room, we had an order for people to start their little solo conversation in the piece, and we went around the room and each person had sort of their solo moment. And after they had their solo moment, then we opened up the idea or the concept that you would have a dialogue with the person next to you. So we had a dialogue going with Jesse and Rob. And then we had a dialogue going with Rob and Carl. And then I had a moment where I was talking to each one of them. And then I had a solo moment and let's see. Then we all came together again and did a quick kind of round-robin of speaking to each other. And then I taught everybody this one phrase. And right at the end of the piece, all of us sang that tabla phrase together. Da 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 dina, ta da 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 dina, da And that was, that's my piece.
2: I'm Robbie Cook. I am a dancer, a dance professor, a choreographer, and here at the festival I teach Pilates and yoga. But I do have musical training. I wouldn't call myself a musician, but in the musician's concert I play the Tampura, which is an Indian drum um, instrument that is the tonal center of um, the piece in Indian classical music. And I play it for my yoga class, mainly just as an atmosphere and also gives us a tone to ohm to. So that's how I started. Terrence saw me with it actually at ADF because we were both um, teach at ADF where he does accompaniment there. It was like three or four years ago. And I played with him at. A musician concert there, and we were both coming to Bates, so he brought it here, and so I've played in two musician concerts at ADF And I guess four now at Bates Like the first few times I rehearsed for it. It was me. It was mainly getting the What the key was that he was playing to because I have to tune it to his drums and of course Rob Flax helps with that because he has like perfect pitch and he can hear it because I use a tuner. I have a tuner app on my phone. But I have a really good ear, basically, and I could, like, I took singing for a while, and I actually took Indian singing with the tem- with the um not the tamper with the um harmonium that Peter Jones played in it. So I I'm a little bit familiar with the tones and and whatnot, and I can hear when it's wrong. But I always it's it's fine tuning because it's it's really difficult to tune because when you strike the key when you strike the string, that's it's either because it starts to buzz out of tune a little bit it goes either flat or sharp from the the, the root note whatever that is so um, you either have to tune it to where you strike it right on key <laughs> or you strike it as a little off key but it buzzes towards so it's like it's it's actually kind of nuts and you can hear it and um, it's also a little bit temperamental in as far as temperature so yesterday I took it outside to do yoga too, but you know, it starts to fall out of tune for, because of the temperature change. So that's the biggest thing. I don't really, I'm I'm there as a center, like I said, the tonal center, so I, I just play those four notes over and over. They hear that and they start playing to that, but then they go off in their wild improvisations, but they come back through, like I'm just sort of like holding down. It's kind of like, I don't know if you've ever done this, if you've ever taken voice, but Sometimes, you'll have a bunch of people in a circle. Everybody will hold a tone, like, ah, and then people will sing in reference to that tone. You can go up and down the musical scale. So that's kind of what they're doing with me.
3: Thank you.
1: Da 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 din da 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 din da 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 din da da da
4: din
1: da 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 din 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 da da
5: Carl Landa. Um Every year I challenge myself when I come to compose a new piece um, just from the, because I've already been here usually for three weeks prior or this year it was four weeks prior and um, so I see where I'm off to this summer and what sounds I'm working with and who, what musicians came. So I decided this year that um, I was really the only one that um, My main instrument is electronics, so um, I figured I would do an electronic piece, even though one of the world's most beautiful pianos is in that space and you never get to play a piano like that in your real life. But, so I did electronic piano and I wanted to, I was just, one of the other musicians, Peter Jones and I just been having a lot of late night conversations about different things, so I wanted to include that in and I decided to um, write a, sh- a short poem for a good friend of mine, Priscilla Rivas, to um, speak in Spanish and in English, just to add a little theater, because it's such a beautiful space, and to um, ask Jesse to do some flute colors in the in the background, and that's how that piece evolved. It was sort of a message to my friend Jones and the audience and Priscilla just to Involved because the world is in a very precarious position right now, so it's hard to kind of just ignore it. I love the marriage of acoustic and electric. You know, that piece was it was really an improvisation. So what I did is I worked really hard on all the different sounds, sound components, but I don't know. I leave it to a challenge to myself how I'm going to bring it all together. So if I did three, if I did that three times, it would be three different, similar in in the sonic landscape of it. But, um, and I think that piano, and I really didn't get to rehearse with that piano, you know, and I think that piano led me in a lot of different directions. Cause when you, a beautiful piano like that, when you hit this really soft kind of, um, soft notes, it sustains. And in that room with the, with the sound where a lot of places you just go plink and the piano's gone, you know, cause they're small. So I think that really influenced, A lot of how I did it, but I I definitely challenged myself to um, leave a lot of room for improv, which I did. The name of the piece was Out of Nowhere, because that that was referred to where the thoughts come from and that whole kind of idea. Mm
6: Me llegó un pensamiento, salió de la nada. Folclórico, majestuoso, inteligencia no artificial. Es consciente, sin fin, mágico. Somos turistas en esta gran piedra que gira, sosteniendo nuestros pases de entrada, cerca nuestros corazones, esperando que la fecha de vencimiento quede lejos, muy, muy lejos. Salió de la nada. A thought comes out of nowhere, folkloric, majestic, intelligence that is not artificial. It is enlightened, endless, magical. We are mere tourists on this revolving rock, clutching our entry passes close to our hearts, hoping that the expiration date is far away. Far, far away. Out of.
7: I'm Jesse Mano. I'm from the University of Colorado Boulder dance program and uh, been coming to the Bates Dance Festival for 20 years. A lot of years in the past, there were some years where I did things that were not um, of Middle Eastern or balcony descent. Um, but then I sort of fell into a period where I was doing that a lot in these concerts and it became almost expected. Uh, And this year I I did that sort of with the one tune uh, from Turkey, which is called Ankara Nen Ballaru, which I think means something like, let's get married in Ankara. Uh, And I speak some Turkish, I'm sort of intermediate, I'm not fluent in actually understanding and being able to speak the language, but I sing it a little too convincingly. Um, Just like a a ditty, really, like a like a like a folk pop ditty that my band plays in Colorado that someone else sings, and I wanted to get a chance to sing it, so I did it here. Um, and I like the idea of of letting people hear this particular instrument, the uh, baglama, which is a kind of like a mandolin, but has some notes on it that we don't have in Western music, which are fun. And the other one, what we called it, Ephesus. Uh, I actually cobbled together two ideas of mine uh, because I knew that this band would be able to make them work together. Um, And one was uh, just a, a melody that had been bouncing around in my head for Oh, a year or two, Uh, and I always disregarded it because it was kind of conventional. The chord progression, there were like lots of songs with that, and it was kind of predictable, but it was in a a nine-eight rhythm, which made it a little more interesting, and it just had a real festive flavor to it, and I ended up playing it for a director, a theater director, um, earlier this year. I did a soundtrack uh, for a new production set in Ephesus in uh, ancient Greece of um, Shakespeare's Comedy of Errors, and I just sort of like threw that out in and rehearsal. And the director was like,
4: "That's great! That's our theme song! Yay, Jesse!"
7: So I kind of worked it up and did it with some theater student musicians who were part of the cast, and then it was over. Like so much of the music that us dance music and theater music people do, I mean, unless it's you know Hamilton on Broadway or something, it it gets performed a little and then, and then nobody hears it again. So I thought it would be fun to develop it a little bit more. And I had another one, like a waltzy, sort of um, Parisian romantic-y kind of a thing um, that had also been bothering me, that was also kind of not very unique sounding, <laughs> but had just great energy. And so I just put those two together into what is what the band helped me with. And I loved the combination of the violin and the accordion playing it. I don't know if they'll ever get that treatment again. So I wanted to take advantage of that opportunity. And these guys were great. We, uh, we were totally under-rehearsed on both, both of the pieces. Things happened in the performance that didn't even have a chance to happen in rehearsals so that we could, you know, learn to guard against them. of the man Thank you. That was, uh, for those of you who don't read your programs, that was a uh, Turkish, very popular song, 20 million hits on on YouTube. (laughs) A love song, as is the next one, which I wrote myself, but it has no words. And um, this is the last piece before intermission. Again, for those of you who aren't reading your programs, uh, right after this song, You may go downstairs and purchase crepes, which are delicious, and all kinds of drinks. We're going to have a nice intermission. None of this 10 minutes. It'll be like 15, 20, right? Yeah, whatever, whatever you need. So right after this tune, and then we'll see you again.
0: The podcast was produced by the Bates Dance Festival out of Bates College. Editing was done by myself, Lindsay Lapointe. The intro and outro song was composed by Glenn Fitton. To find out more about Terrence Carn, visit terrencecarn.com. For Robbie Cook, visit robbiecookdance.weebly.com. For Landa, visit carlanda.com. And for Jesse Mano, visit jessiemano.com. For more information about the festival, visit BatesDanceFestival.org.